Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump touts pardons for January 6 defendants to encourage more violence. Taliban have killed dozens of Afghan officials, says UN report. And rising COVID cases caused by cousin of Omicron variant. It's Monday, January 31. I'm Anthony Davis. At a weekend rally in Texas, former President Donald Trump repeated his election fraud lies with renewed energy and dangled the prospect of pardons for supporters who participated in the deadly January 6 storming of the US Capitol if he returns to the White House. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly, Trump said on Saturday night during a rally in Conroe. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated so unfairly. The offer represents an attack by Trump to further minimise the most significant attack on the seat of government since the War of 1812. More than 700 people have been arrested and charged with federal crimes in connection with the riot, marking the largest investigation in the Justice Department's history, including charges of seditious conspiracy against the founder and leader of the far-right Oath Keepers militia group and 10 other members or associates. As president, Trump misused his pardon power to commute the sentences of numerous political allies, friends and associates, including his former chief strategist Steve Bannon, his former campaign chair Paul Manafort, former national security adviser Michael Flynn, who admitted to lying to the FBI, and longtime friend and political ally Roger Stone. 83-year-old John Dean, who was White House counsel under Richard Nixon, wrote on Twitter, this is beyond being a demagogue to the stuff of dictators. He is defying the rule of law. Failure to confront a tyrant only encourages bad behavior. If thinking Americans don't understand what Trump is doing and what the criminal justice system must do, we are all in big trouble. A new report from the United Nations says the Taliban and its allies are believed to have killed scores of former Afghan officials, security force members and people who worked with the international military contingent since the US-led pullout. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres's report to the UN Security Council paints a picture of worsening living conditions for Afghanistan's 39 million people despite an end to the combat with the Taliban's takeover in August. An entire complex social and economic system is shutting down, Guterres said. The report sounds the latest in a series of warnings the UN chief has issued in recent months about the humanitarian and economic crises that accelerated after the Taliban seized Kabul as the last US-led foreign troops left and international donors cut critical financial aid. Guterres recommended the Council approve a restructuring of the UN mission to deal with the situation, including the creation of a new human rights monitoring unit. The UN mission continues to receive credible allegations of killings, enforced disappearances and other violations against former officials, security force members and people who worked for the US-led international military contingent, despite a general amnesty announced by the Taliban, the report said. 
There are also credible allegations of extrajudicial killings of at least 50 people suspected of belonging to the local branch of the Islamic State militant group, according to the report. Human rights defenders and media workers continue to come under attack, intimidation, harassment, arbitrary arrest, ill-treatment and killings, it said. The highly infectious Omicron variant of COVID-19, the most common form of which is known as BA1, now accounts for nearly all of the coronavirus infections globally, although dramatic surges in COVID cases have already peaked in some countries. Scientists are now tracking a rise in cases caused by a close cousin known as BA2, which is starting to outcompete BA1 in parts of Europe and Asia. Globally, BA1 accounted for 98.8 of sequenced cases submitted to the public virus tracking database GISAID as of January 25. But several countries are reporting recent increases in the subvariant known as BA2, according to the World Health Organization. Trevor Bedford, a computational virologist at Fred Hutchinson Cancer Center, who has been tracking the evolution of SARS-CoV-2, wrote on Friday that BA2 represents roughly 82% of cases in Denmark, 9% in the UK, and 8% in the United States, based on his analysis of sequencing data from the database and case counts from the Our World in Data project at the University of Oxford. The BA1 version of Omicron has been somewhat easier to track than prior variants. That is because BA1 is missing one of the three target genes used in a common PCR test. BA2, sometimes known as a stealth subvariant, does not have the same missing target gene. Instead, scientists are monitoring it the same way they have prior variants, including Delta, by tracking the number of virus genomes submitted to public databases. As with other variants, an infection with BA2 can be detected by coronavirus home test kits, though they cannot indicate which variant is responsible, experts said. Some early reports indicate that BA2 may be even more infectious than the already extremely contagious BA1, but there is no evidence so far that it is more likely to evade vaccine protection. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.